Welcome back, guys. This is Patrick Imperato with uh, Extend Travel. Uh, last time we uh, spoke about currency exchange and kind of how I came up with the game plan of uh, having a currency exchange uh, and the kind of the reasons behind it, the Guatemala wedding, and then, of course, the original story or origin story uh, that we had in the first episode. Well, today I want to talk about why specifically currency exchange and what kind of difficult and issues but problems I had um, with it, kind of understanding um, how it works, becoming comfortable with it as I uh, has, have traveled over time uh, and just kind of understanding, you know, what the value is uh, to doing the currency exchange and why you may need it uh, when you're out on a holiday or a business trip. Um, so I've always been fortunate enough to be able to travel a lot. I've always prioritized it super high and any kind of expendable or extra income that I have, I would save up a lot, not going eating out, not going to movies uh, to kind of take trips. And I would do that by, of course, using points, but also just paying my way for a lot of it. Uh, and what I really wanted to do was kind of expose myself um, to the rest of the world to understand how people um, in other parts of the planet are living, how they're eating, how they're making decisions how they're talking, just how they you know, live their lives, how they live in this world and kind of figure out, hey, maybe, maybe they have a better way of living. Maybe they cook their food in a different way. Maybe they have a siesta or like a nap period or maybe they have you know, something else that I maybe could integrate or use into my life that I just really haven't done or didn't know about. And so that was a huge motivator um, for me to expose myself. It gave me a different perspective or a different understanding about how people can enrich their lives and how they do that around the world. But obviously, one of the most difficult things is physically getting there, right? The hotels are expensive. The flights are expensive. Sometimes these things, ooh, they can be astronomical, right? You can get up to you know, having two or $3,000 plane tickets, uh, even if you're spending you know, or you're planning a couple, three or four five, six months out. Um, and so that layered with hotels, layered with how much time you can take off of work can be a little bit difficult. And so that's where I kind of came up with a plan of, okay, so I will know that I want to take two or three trips a year. So nothing too crazy. And I would kind of plan it out to be able to say, hey, this is where I want to go. This is why I want to go there. This is what I learned from the other trips. Maybe, you know, I've been to Europe before and I really like um, that there's so much uh, density of culture there where you can um, go to the UK or you can go to England and speak English. You can go across the river, or, sorry, across the um, water there over to France and be able to uh, have French food, see uh, Paris, go and uh, go down south to the French Riviera. There are a lot of different uh, options there. You can go east over to Germany or up to Switzerland, even further to Prague or go north up to Norway. You can kind of go all over the place in a pretty small area. Maybe that's something that interests you. Or maybe you want a, you know, a more similar culture. Maybe you want to speak English and not have to worry about any cultural or sorry, language barriers. Um, and so for something like that, uh, a trip to maybe New Zealand or Australia, but that has its own challenges, right? You got to go all the way over there, a 30 something hour flight door to door. You're, you know, actually in the air for 25 or 24 hours, depending on the route that you go. And so I knew that I kind of had to come up with a game plan of going through that process. And in that, trying to figure out uh, what my strategy was going to be for spending money, whether that's going to be using a credit card when I'm there getting currency ahead of time and basically how I'm going to do that. 
Um, and so that's where uh, travel or extend travel kind of came into play was that I knew that I've always had kind of that opportunity uh, to be able to have a little bit of pocket cash just in case, you know, something happened just to be able to uh, go over and, you know, pay for a taxi in cash or maybe pay for a beer or a glass of wine or something like that um, in cash and not have to stand in line or swipe a card or kind of go through the, the rigmarole or the process of kind of uh, going through that. And so I, that's why I always thought it was pretty valuable. Not on uh, on top of that, it's always nice to be able to have a little bit of kind of get out of jail or, you know, escape or just basically security money in case you need it while you're traveling. Sometimes that can give you a, a layer of protection or a, a comfort a comfort blanket while you're traveling to know that, you know, if somebody mugs you or robs you, you don't have too much, that it's never going to break the bank, but you have just enough in your pocket to be able to pay off the taxi driver or get out of a situation that you don't want to be in that gives you a little bit of option that obviously a credit card or something like that may not necessarily give you. And so that's where I kind of came to this realization that having some of that security cash or that pocket cash when traveling is a super valuable thing because it opens up not only that security blanket, but also opens up opportunities for like an open air market to be able to go to a farmer's market and buy fresh fruit from a country that you've never been to or go maybe you want to negotiate with some um, artist or some painter uh, that is on the side of a river or side of the road that you want to be able to you know purchase one of their pieces from. So it gives you so many more opportunities to be able to engage in kind of a richer culture, a richer understanding. And so that's where I really wanted to kind of tell you guys or push you guys a little bit to understand about how the richness of your experience can be increased by having a little bit of that pocket cash, by being able to go and negotiate or banter or even just discuss um, in local currency with local people, um, eating local food, drinking local um, drinks or, you know, purchasing or experiencing local art. Like that is the richness of the traveling uh, experience. And so uh, that's one thing that I would kind of offer up to everyone of to really dive in and intensely kind of explore uh, whatever country, whatever region, whatever town, area, or people um, you happen to be around on your trip and to really learn and take what you can from them. You know, embrace their cultures, understand what they're, what they're doing and why they're doing it and maybe, you know, bring a little piece back. Maybe bring something back to enrich your life uh, and change your uh, attitudes or decisions when you get back home. So I just wanted to share that with you guys today about kind of the richness of traveling, open air markets, and how kind of having a little bit of currency or pocket cash can help you along the way. Again, this is Patrick Imperato from Extend Travel. I look forward to uh, hearing hearing from you guys uh, and continuing to give you these podcasts for the next year. Take care.